Welcome to Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast where we talk about video games and then rate them with delicious desserts. Desserts delicioso. Today we are going to be talking at Betrayal at House on the Hill, which we've been practicing saying all night because we want to call it millions of different variations that are incorrect. So Betrayal and House on the Hill. FYI, this is a board game, not a video game. Throwing you guys a switcheroo. OMG. Board as in B-O-A-R-D, not (laughs) B-O-R-E-D. Just so you're clear. I needed that clarification. I thought so. I could see you scratching your nose. But at the same time, this game is far from boring. Which is why I clarified. So, yeah. Good. I'm glad. On to (laughs) announcements. Okay, weirdos. Um... (laughs) So, we have a really exciting announcement. You have probably maybe already heard if you follow us on social media or have listened to previous podcasts. If not, if you somehow missed it, we are going to be at Fan X tomorrow! Yay! Holy shit, It's it's here. (laughs) It's happening. So, come see us. We are going to be panelists in two panels. Yay! Um, Gaming with Noobs and Badass Witches. Which I am so excited about, like, but also very nervous. It's a Harry Potter uh, panel that they're doing. I, I'm. This is Marley, by the way. Yeah. I'm won't be doing that panel, not because I don't want to. Well, that's not actually totally true. I just don't. I'm not. I like Harry Potter. I'm just not totally into it as these guys. But I will attend because yeah. it sounds fun. Marley will be there. I, I was going to say in spirit, but she's actually going to physically be there. Unless you're planning on something. She'll be quarrelly there. (laughs) But yeah, come check us out, you guys. And come say hi. Like, if you're just there, if you're downtown Salt Lake, you know, send us, um, like, a message on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, whatever it is. And, you know, let's meet up. Let's say hi. We'd love to meet you guys and um, see how you're doing and see what your favorite games are. And, you know, give you the stink eye if you... (laughs) have wrong answers to any of that. <laughs> um, I might even give you a sticker. Or a business card. Because yeah. we have some of those now. Yay! Yeah, they're beautiful. So yeah, come check them out. I um, designed the business card. That is, no, you didn't. That is very false. That is, I had nothing you to wish do with you the business cards. cards. Yeah, we basically were like, hey, so Lindsay designed them and I ordered them. And we're like, oh, by the way, Steph, this is what we're doing. Do you like it? Cool. Okay, we're ordering. Bye. I was at work while all this was going down. So I just remember, so I said, that looks cool. And they said, cool, because we're, we've because already ordered. Because <laughs> we are committed 500 cards deep. It's already shipped. It's on the way. <laughs> but oh, yeah, no, if you want to see our cool business card design, <coughs> come find us. We'll give you one. And I feel like, I feel like every episode we forget to do this when we first start, but our names are Marley. This is Steph. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. I don't know why. We just always forget, but... Um, We're just so humble. But so, yeah. but we have new listeners, and sometimes they don't always start at the beginning, which true. It, it bothers me just because I'm kind of OCD about chronological order in things, but that's fine. I still want you guys to listen to us, please. We didn't yeah. name our names in chronological order, though. I'm the middleest. Stephanie's the oldest. Marley's the youngest. But we do list it usually alphabetically. That's true. And I do like that, too. I do like that. What OCD do you want to be? <laughs> I don't listen to podcasts in order, like, ever, unless they have to be listened in order. 
Like when I started Crime Junkie, I think I started on like episode 42 or something. Can't, I can't do that. And then the next one I listened to was like episode four. All right. I can't do that. I have to start at one. And then if I like me, if, if I run into an episode that I'm like, especially Crime Junkie, where it's like a case that's like, oh, this is actually kind of boring. I find myself not paying attention and I don't know what's happening. I'll just skip it and just move on to the next one. But I still go in order. <laughs> so in high school, when you picked up like the new Reliant K album or whatever it was, did you listen on shuffle, Stephanie? Oh, yeah. I still shuffle everything. Okay. That explains a lot because I am a track one to track 12 repeat. What if track four sucks? Well, I'll skip it. Yeah, then you just... But I listen in order. So much so that when I'm listening to a song independently... I almost anticipate the next song. I do the same thing all the time. Okay, well, this guitar is going to come in, and then it doesn't because I'm listening like on radio or shuffle, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not listening to the album. And I feel a little like emptiness. When I really want to tick off Blake, I put the television volume at like a nine or a a five, but an odd number for sure. I think five is. Does he he like even numbers? Oh, he loves even numbers. See, I love odd numbers. So I'd rather so it be a five than a six, but I'd rather it be an eight than a seven. What? I, I, I have weird criteria. That's so interesting. Humans are weird. Yeah, we're freaks. Anyways, uh, I think that's all for announcements. Should we uh, do our not a sponsor segment? I have an announcement. We're oh. going to start doing not a sponsor segment right now. <gasps> Breaking news, <laughs> but I said it first. <laughs> I'll go first this time. Okay, so my not a sponsor is a TV show, finally, because I finally finished rewatching Vampire Diaries. Mm, so good, and I cried in the last episode. Oh, so good. Did all the vampires die? Yeah, no, they didn't. One of them did, though. Did all the vampires turn into the Collins? And then... And then Twilight was born! <laughs> no. Twilight and Vampire Diaries, like, is, a lot of people might think that they're very similar, but they're so, so different. Like, they're not even the same kind kind of vampires. I'd hope not. Like, really, they're very, very different. And plus, Vampire Diaries is actually kind of violent. Like, there's Good. a lot of, there's um, a lot of, like, chopping, he- like, severed heads. There's some stern conversations in Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that how it ended, too? Like, it was so, like, anticlimactic. It yes, wasn't even yeah, a battle. <laughs> that is, for any writers out there, that is, like, the number one pet peeve of mine. If you write a story that the main plot conflict can be solved by a conversation, like a simple let's sit down and talk for two minutes conversation, not a good not a good uh, conflict, not a good issue. Anyway, so my not a sponsor is Jane the Virgin season five. Oh, I love Jane. So I, I think you actually introduced this show to me. I remember sitting in Lindsay's uh, parents' basement, um, is back when you <laughs> lived with your parents, I don't even remember what we were doing. Like, we're just, we're just hanging out like we do. And um, Steph just put on that show, and I was just like, okay. Like, I was a little skeptical at first because it was, like, Jane the Virgin? Like, what is this about? And I don't know. Anyways, it's a really, really cute show, and they kind of do, like, a fun um, – it's like a telenovela kind of thing. Like, it's dramatic, it, which is basically, like, a um, Mexican soap opera, for those of you who don't really know what a telenovela is. But it's it's a lot of fun, and um, anyway, so season five just came on Netflix, and I realized I didn't finish it, because I, I was watching it as they were releasing, but I somehow just, like, I don't know, life got ahead of me or something, I don't know. 
But I saw it was on Netflix. I'm like, oh, I can actually finish it because I think this is the final season. Mm-hmm. And in this season, there is a love triangle. I guess in a lot of seasons, there's love triangles. Yeah, yeah, there is. I mean, it's we're kind of a little past it. I'm not. I haven't finished it yet, so I don't know the conclusion. But it's it's good, and it's it's a lot of um, it's a lot of fun. I, I recommend that show. My not a sponsor is also a TV show. <gasps> You've watched it. It's younger. Yay! I've been binging younger like crazy this week, you guys. I don't know why. I just got a little scoot in my boot. But you're on a rewatch. Like, you've already seen it all. But season six started last month, so it should be on Hulu in a month or so. Yay! Yeah. Which I might go back and watch it on um, TV Land, the uh, website, because... We're finally at a point where two of the characters are hooking up, and it's it's lovely. Don't tell me who. Oh, wait. Oh, I do know who. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, it's about a woman who is in her 40s and can't find a job because they all want young girls, so she pretends to be a 26-year-old assistant. And hilariosity ensues. It has Sutton Foster. It has Hilary Duff. It has Nico Tortellini. That's not his. It's some Italian. <laughs> it's some Italian last name. He's gorgeous. And it has um. What's the what's the singer's name? He dates Hillary Still. Duff for a minute. No. Um, uh, Mark. It's McGrath. not John Legend, is it? No, it's not John Legend. No, it, but it's the singer guy, isn't is it? it? I don't know. Oh my gosh, maybe I'm totally wrong. Oh my god. Well, I'm gonna look up what singer it is while Lindsay tells no. us her mouth. Okay, I'm looking it up. Stay tuned, you guys. We're gonna find out what singer it is or isn't. <laughs> Um, Riveting content yeah, as yeah. usual. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Um, my not a sponsor is a podcast, so I have a weird I don't know. I have really vivid dreams at night, and I've had like three in a row of David Tennant and Christmas dreams, <laughs> like usually at the same time. So I texted these guys, and I'm like, I guess it means I'm romantically and materially starved right now, because <laughs> David Tennant is a romance item for me, and Christmas is about materialism, right? So I don't know, that's how I figured it translated. But anyway, just because I got back in the David Tennant mood, um, I started listening to his podcast, which is called David Tennant Does a Podcast With... Dot, dot, dot. I didn't know David Tennant had a podcast. Oh, it's... His voice alone, I could listen to for hours because he's got the accent and he just has like such a charm about him. I I love David Tennant. Like you guys know this very well. You've seen the drawings, not mm-hmm. explicit drawings. I should add just like Doctor Who fan art that I have made because I just love David Tennant. Did you do um, fanfic about David Tennant? I did not. Okay. That was limited to only one celebrity who we will not name the because I don't want to get a restraining order. My Chemical Romance? No, I read one about him though and it was awful. Oh, Groban. No, I'm not answering oh, your question. I guess I don't know who you were a fanfic about. It was Groban, but I'm not going to admit that out loud. Sorry guys, we realized the AC is on and that's probably been annoying you, but it's been keeping us cool during this heat wave. It should be turning off in a second, so bear with us. Anyway, back to my not a sponsor. Uh, he's just such a good interviewer. Like, he's just so thoughtful and he asks the right questions. I don't know. Like, it's, it's very upsetting to me when I listen to a podcast 
and the interviewer interrupts or isn't really like thoughtful about what they're saying. So like our podcast. Yeah, pretty much. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. No, I was actually thinking of one in particular that I will not name, <laughs> like my fan fiction with Josh Groban. Where, like, they were interviewing this guy who'd been wrongfully imprisoned. You probably listened to this one, Stephanie. Serial. I'm not going to name it. It wasn't serial, though. And the interviewer consistently interrupted this guy. And I was like, he has not, like, had a voice for years. Like, it was very upsetting to me. So, just having, like, a good interviewer in a podcast makes all the difference in the world to me. And I can't say enough good things about David Tennant. Some of the guests he has are like Ian McKellen, John Hamm, Catherine Tate, Kristen Ritter, James Corden, you know, T- Tina Fey, all these people that we love. So, Tina who? You know, Tina Fey. But yeah, so give it a, you know, give it a little listen if you want. So I looked it up on IMDb. <laughs> I'm so wrong. I guess he just kind of reminds me of John Legend or something. I can but see that. He has a beautiful brown skin like John Legend. Well, not even just the color of his skin, but they kind of, I don't know. They just, even just they the way they kind of act. But anyways, no, the, the actor in Younger, his name's Charles Michael Davis. He plays um, Zane in the show. But I also know him from, um, it's the Vampire Diaries offshoot, the originals. He was mm-hmm. in that it all comes from uh, the So anyways, I am so sorry, John Legend and Charles Michael Davis. Well, I know I know you're person. I know you're our top listeners, and I'm sorry <laughs> for mixing you up. <laughs> if you want a written apology, <laughs> let our people know. <laughs> we'll we'll send an email. <laughs> so should we dive in? Yeah, betrayal at House on the Hill. Let's dive in. Hey guys, we just want to take a minute to tell you guys about PodCoin. So you're obviously listening to podcasts, but are you making money? Now, I know I know what you're thinking. It's not a scam. It's not sketchy. But PodCoin is an app that we are available on that you can actually earn what they call PodCoin to send towards charity or even to buy gift cards with. For so yourself. For yourself. Or give to charity. Or give others. to charity for others. You decide. If you guys are like us, you're listening to several different podcasts every day. I think I put on a podcast when I do the dishes, when I fold laundry, when I should be um, taking care of my kid, but I'm like, <laughs> scream in the other room. Jeez. So you might as well get paid to do it, right? <laughs> All you got to do is download the, download the PodCoin app on your phone and start getting paid to listen to podcasts. And we've got a special little deal for you. If you sign up and then use the code cutscenes, you'll get 300 PodCoin. That's for free. That's really good. That's a lot of podcoin, you guys. A decent amount of hours listening to podcasts. Mm, so it gets you a good jump start. Go give it, go check it out. Okay. So I I I think this game has been around for a little while. I remember playing it. Um and I, I probably again I might be totally mixing it up because I just I tend to do that. I download a lot of content into my life. And it just all blurs sometimes. Yeah. But anyways, I could have sworn that this game used to be called Betrayal at House on Haunted Hill. And it's just a long name. So maybe they just took out the haunted part and just did Betrayal at House on the Hill. It is possible. We are looking at the second edition. So perhaps the first yeah. edition was under yeah. a different name. Yeah. Don't know. So anyways, I'm just going to give a brief overview of the game so that uh, you guys... I just read that whole paragraph. 
maybe I am. Okay. We'll see. I'll fuck away. But it's it, just so you can kind of have an idea of what this game entails. Because it it is actually quite... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Special. Well, like, there's a lot going on. Like, there's a lot... <laughs> what is the word I'm thinking of? Like Complex. Complex. Thank you. Okay. In Betrayal at House on the Hill, each player chooses an explorer to investigate a creepy old house. As you explore the house, you discover new rooms. And every time you enter a new room, you might find something or something might find you. Explorers can change over the course of the game. And depending on how they deal with the house's surprises, it could be for better or for worse. The house is different each time you build it. So every time you play this game, it is a completely different game. Um, Because at some random point during the game, uh, one explorer triggers a scenario called a haunt. And then once that haunt is revealed, one explorer becomes a traitor and their goal is to defeat um, his or her former companions. And then the rest of the explorers become heroes and they're just struggling to survive. They have certain objectives. And then from from then on, the game is a fight between the traitor and the heroes, often to the death. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then the cool thing, too, about this game is that there are 50 different haunts and they all tell a different story, and it's all just uh, all yours to explore as you live or die in the house on the hill. Very nice. That was beautifully written. That was straight from the rule book. So there you have it. <laughs> so these characters that you have to choose from are, are weird. That's like yes. one of my favorite things. Um, I'm going to take a picture to show you guys because these the illustrations are... Um, Great. <laughs> um, so you have people like Madame Zostra and Missy Dubordi. Dubois. 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 Let me see. Dubordi. You have Ox Bellows, Professor Longfellow, Jenny LeClerc. Um, so basically they're Brandon Jasper. And Brandon Jasper, <laughs> who is like the most obnoxious little asshole kid I've ever seen. <laughs> like if this were a movie, you'd be wanting him to die and he yeah. just wouldn't die. And they all have different characteristics assigned to them. So I mean they all have the same There's my like, sanity and knowledge. I hate to I hate to interrupt, but there are actually characters on the back of those. I did know that, but I didn't want oh. to bring up Vivian Lane. Vivian Lopez. Oh, sorry, I didn't that know slut sweet. and Peter Akimoto, who's probably a twerp with a gambling problem. Oh, <laughs> how old is he? <laughs> you know, thirteen-year-old yeah. Peter Akimoto. Yeah, and they're and they're all varying ages too. So there's even like little kids in this mm-hmm. game, and it, those I feel like those are the hardest to play because they they don't have very high speed, they don't have very well, high have knowledge, speed, but not. Health or knowledge. Yeah. I'm not very smart. I always go for, like, the Jenny LeClerc type. Like, I like someone who's smart, but also a little bit quick. You like Flash Williams? Yeah, I was going to say, I think I, one of my favorites is is Flash. He looks like Christopher Darren Flash Williams, because, yeah, he he, he has speed. And I think that is, for me, and the way I like to play this game, I think that's, like, a huge, like, it's a huge advantage. Mm -hmm. Well, then you get to build more of the house. So that true. You start with your character. You, <laughs> that true. <laughs> you get to know how fast they are, what kind of might they have, which is great for fighting, what kind of sanity they have, which is great for staying sane, and what kind of knowledge they have, which is how much books they read. <laughs> the knowledge, I would say the knowledge and sanity usually are pretty important during the haunts that I've noticed. Mm-hmm. But I think they're actually pretty well distributed. 
um, as to what their strengths are and things like that. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. You pick your character and then you get your little person. You get a little, little you get tabletop a little figurine. character. They're kind of cute. What am I doing? As she breaks yeah. off their arms. This is a podcast, Stephanie. They can't see podcast. you playing <laughs> But they can't hear the sounds, which is 90% of it. And then you start building the house. And this is probably my favorite part, is building of the house. Mm-hmm. So how you build, you start off with just an uh, entrance hall. And then there's, um, what are, what are they? are doors. Hallways. Yeah, doorways, doorways and hallways that lead off into rooms that you then create. You pick a tile, and it tells you what's going to happen. Like, I just chose the collapsed room, you know? A great room a to start off with, where you fall then to the basement. Which is where all bad things happen. It's true, and it's so hard to get out of unless you finally find the tile that has the stairs leading back up to the ground floor. And or that's someone takes <laughs> the mystic elevator to you. Yes. <laughs> oh, my elevator. goodness. Yes. So it is not, it's not an easy game. And I mean, even, even with the haunt being random and changing the entire course of the game, like even just the way that you choose the room tiles, it could totally change mm-hmm. the game. Like it, I love the um, replayability of oh, this board absolutely. game. Absolutely, I've played it probably a dozen or more times now mm-hmm. and I've never played the same game twice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like for it's sure. always different and it's, it's just fun. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's actually a pretty good game for um, entry-level players. Like, I brought it to you guys, and it was really easy to teach you, mm-hmm. you know, in one sitting. Like, you know, and I think we played our first game in, like, under an hour, maybe. And yeah. just was like, hey, like, this is how you play. We're just going to do a trial run. You know, I'll help you. And, like, we kind of have, like, house rules. Like, there's things that, you know, you can kind of customize to make it yours. Um but, like, ours specifically is, like, the house rule where, where we stop after you discover something in a room so that your room, your turn doesn't go on for six hours. Um, but, yeah, no, like, it's just, I feel like it's pretty accessible to, like, new players, and it's just cool. Like, I really like yeah. the theming. Who doesn't like Haunted? Oh, know? yeah. And it's, I mean, it's it's a strategy game for sure, but it's, it really definitely, like, um takes you down like a, a nice roller coaster because all of a sudden there's like a twist and a turn and you're just like, I don't know how to play this game anymore. Like you have to completely change your strategy once you discover the haunt. Mm-hmm. Because, and and even too, like you could be um, the character Flash Williams who has awesome speed and he's a really great benefit for the hero team. But then all of a sudden, like he becomes the traitor and you're like, crap, we're screwed because mm-hmm. he can reach us so fast. Or, right. But it also depends on what the um, the traitor's objectives are. Right, because sometimes it's more of like a intelligence contest, mm-hmm. which for Flash Williams is not, not a great, a great thing. thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's cool. Um, I think it's a great game to introduce you to harder board games. Yeah. I think if you're used to playing, like, original, like, Life. Or Clue. Clue. And, like, um, those games that are really user-friendly, like, really anyone can play. But you're thinking, I want something a little bit more in-depth. I've seen, like, those cool board games that have, like, a lot of tiny little pieces, and I'm interested in playing those. This is a great beginner's game for a more in-depth type of board game. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, I think there's enough um, to make it interesting. There's enough to make it, like, hard. Not hard, but, like, um, in-depth of a game. And then that can get you into more in-depth game and into 
Some like deck building games. Some deck oh, building like, oh, games. Uh, deck building games. That's a little joke for that we like to make fun of Stephanie because apparently we weren't there. You guys weren't even <laughs> there. Um, her husband affectionately tells this story where she sat down with her cousins and said, well, have you guys ever played a deck building game before? Like very nerdily. That sounded and, um, like me. Every time I quote it, I add just a little like second to the uh. <laughs> so it's kind of grown into like, have you ever played a deck building game before? <laughs> And we but, just laugh and laugh, and Stephanie yeah. shakes her head and is like, why am I Which friends with I'm you? I'm surprised that you brought it up. <laughs> but, yes. Which, we have played deck building games before, you guys, and they're actually a lot of fun. Maybe we'll cover one of those someday, if they're oh special gosh. enough to make it onto the podcast, because, yeah. like, we don't just cover any board game. Yeah, yeah let's do that, guys. Let's do yeah. it. Like the DC deck building That's what game. I was thinking of, yeah. I've never heard of it. You own it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I think what makes this game really special is like, like Marley said, like the replayability. Um, Because like we have these different scenarios, like one time the house was like a time traveling spaceship and we had to go into the console room and find a way to turn it off. And then, you know, we were being hunted by other things. And then one time there was a werewolf. One time. Zombies. There were zombies. One time there were doppelgangers and we each had to defeat our own doppelganger. Yeah, that was crazy. That oh, yeah. Super fun. What um, are some of your favorite stories that we played? I think the doppelganger one was really cool because I didn't expect it at all. Yeah. Um, And then, like, but some of them are really hard. Like, I will say, like, for the traitor, like, a lot of times it's more difficult for you. But then other times you have all the odds in your favor. Yes. Um, and I think it just depends entirely on, like, random stuff. It depends on how much of the house has been explored because you need certain rooms and certain items. Um, you know, and it depends a lot on what else is going on in the game that's just randomly come up. Like, what cards have been dealt, literally. Well, and then I remember this one. Uh, there was, like, an animated statue that shows up and it has like certain um like it has like high speed might oh, sanity and knowledge that one was that. way hard but i guess what his he's an invincible traitor and he's using a ritual to open a gate to hell mm-hmm. like what the <laughs> heck like oh my yeah. gosh and you have to try to like find him and like attack him it's that one was remember, really hard i don't know if i was the traitor if blake was the traitor but um, there was one where, like, you had to drag a body to, oh, like, yeah. to, like, the pentagram chamber or something <laughs> like that. And, like, because you were carrying the body, your speed was, like, two. And it, right. it made it, like, way hard. And it was so intense. But I'm like, what a cool game. Like, it, there's just so many little things about it that, I don't know. It's really, like, stimulating to your imagination. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't yes. know. I really like playing it with, like, Luigi's Mansion music in the background. Like, just <laughs> That is playing. true. Yeah, we like we to have a fun soundtrack. And I think one of our other favorites is um, the lore soundtrack. Oh, yeah. All the lore music. Yeah, get totally in, like, spooky mode. So go turn on some, like, you know, um, what is his name? It, um, I was going to say Aaron Minky, but he's Aaron the one Minky who does lore. And... Jeff, no. Chad, Chad, Chad Lawson. Goldblum. Yes. <laughs> that was Chad Lawson, in case <laughs> no one heard. <laughs> or Jeff Goldblum, if you're Stephanie. <laughs> she said she doesn't have a crush on him, but she brings him up an awful lot. Mm-hmm. It's just so, like, topical. 
Like I want to put For it on someone... my skin. Oh. <laughs> or put Whoa. on his skin. What? Well, now we have that on it tape. Put so. lotion on his skin. <laughs> like that kind no. of topical, Stephanie. No. Did you, do you have a pit in your basement we should know about? Jeff Goldblum in it. You guys don't go in my basement for reasons. I mean, is Tanner's room really Jeff's room? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Tanner's room is this room in Steph's basement that the previous owner had like painted like it was like the kids bedroom and it says like Tanner or whatever and they just never repainted over it so we so just, just call it Tanner's it's, room. it's Tanner's room <laughs> it's the ugliest paint it's pretty bad <laughs> do you just use that room for storage or do you even use it at all it's for storage somehow the joke became storage that of- Tanner was like still living there and that he's like a ghost now or storage of bodies so I can then put the lotion on the skin. Are they all named Tanner? <laughs> Do you are. have a Tanner fetish? That's how she they dehumanizes them and she's just like, you're Tanner. And they're like, no, I'm... My name's Jeff! Yeah. Shut up, Tanner. Tanner, silence. Put, put the lotion on. <laughs> oh, did we get uh, on this tangent? I mean, we're, we are talking about a haunted house game. Yeah, that is true. And that this is Stephanie's true. weird shit with good job. Oh. It just makes sense. Well, okay. I have to say, too, like, with this game, and kind of on the, back on the subject of house rules, kind mm-hmm. of, sort of. So uh, there have been times where we played this game where I, I just don't, for some reason, I just don't want to be the traitor. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather be part of the team rather than be on my own. And I, we, we've seriously just, like, I don't know if you guys say cheated, if that's really the as harsh of a terminology as I want to mm-hmm. pick, but, and I know Blake loves being the traitor. Yeah, and so there've been times where we're like, even though it says it has to be me, I'm just like, Blake, let's just have you be it. Yeah. And, and it kind of, and you give them the necessary yeah. items and you like make a mm-hmm. fair trade. And then, yeah, so we figure like it out, but game. yeah, exactly. We just like tweak it a little bit. Cause yeah, sometimes you just don't, I just don't want to do it. Another thing is like during the haunt, like, you separate, and you go into different rooms, and the trader goes and reads their book and figures out the scenario and their objectives and stuff. There have been times where we've, like, assembled, and we've wanted to, like, talk about it a little bit, and we're like, okay, so here's what I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. I, like, you don't want to disclose, like, hey, I'm invincible, you mm-hmm. know, because you want that advantage, but you're just going to be like, I, I want you to know this and this and this and this are factors for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, we've just kind of discussed it a little bit, like, more than the game intended, um, just to give each other, like, a fair advantage and understanding of what's going on. Well, and even just, like, to help with, because, I mean, there's, like, little, uh, like, backstories oh, yeah. and stuff, and it, it helps to know a little bit of the backstory for each side mm-hmm. so we can all understand what's going on. Because some of these, some of the rules and scenarios are really confusing, yeah. not going to lie. Like, you yeah. have to read through the little um, booklet, like, a whole bunch of times and, like, discuss and break it down because, yeah, some of them are a little more complex. Mm-hmm. And so it does, like Lindsay says, it helps to just kind of, like, okay, let's get together now and, like, just tell each other what we can just to kind of help a little bit. Right. And just to have a, so, so you can have an enjoyable gameplay. And it's also really fun at the end to hear what would have happened. Yes. yes like, if too. we had won, you know, like, we would have burned the traitor alive, or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there's some that's, you like... You know, something super fun. Like, And then it's just, like, you actually do open the portal to hell. <laughs> yeah. because yeah, fun, it, light, casual. Yeah, because, again, like, in this little booklet, you don't necessarily have to read the, um... I mean, they're even in italics in the booklet, so you, um... 
That no, just screams ignore me. Yeah, I'm like, you can, yeah, you can just like totally pass that if you want to. But if you want to kind of like, you know, again, kind of be in a spooky mood and, mm-hmm. and, um, sacrifice your friends to Satan. Yeah. <laughs> then it's kind of fun to just like read that like little beginning and end and, and, and stuff just to kind of enhance the game. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of this game is, um, little character friends that you can pick up to be your helper. Oh, yeah. The, yes. the dog. dog. Can't you get, like, a little girl to follow you around? Yeah, there's a little girl, and then there's a madman. A oh. raving, frothing madman. <laughs> but the he, cards like, are hilarious. you. <laughs> the cards yeah. are hilariously right, and I might find one. Yeah, and there's, like, little items. Ah! <laughs> did you see that cat? That was a great cat. I mean, oh. our listeners didn't, but I sure did. <laughs> but there's, like, fun, like, item cards and weapons and things that you can use. So you're not totally, like, defenseless. So, like, here's the girl. Companion. A girl. Trapped. Alone. You free her! <laughs> <laughs> Something feels strangely right about this room. Something is resisting the evil of this house. Place a blessing token in this room. <laughs> Smoke billows around you. You cough, wiping away tears. Oh dear. Dog. This mangy dog seems friendly. At least you hope it is. <laughs> like, yeah, they're, they're just, just pleasant. And, they're so descriptive, too. It's fun. Yeah, it's a really great game, like, to bring to a party. Like, a small party, not a huge rage or, you know. Well, because how many... Not a rave. Not a rave or a rager, So, but... yeah, because it is for three to six players. Yes. It, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't play this with two players. That just, that I don't know. Dumb. <laughs> well, especially when you get to the haunt and there's the traitor versus the heroes. Like, mm-hmm. it, it helps to have at least two heroes on that right. side so you can, like, team up and help each other. Yeah. You want to be creeped out? Yes. I'm pretty sure Aaron Mankey did an episode on this. Ooh. Jonah's turn. Two boys were playing with a wooden top. Would you like a turn, Jonah? Asked one. No. Says Jonah. I want all the turns. Jonah takes the top and hits the other boy in the face. The boy falls. Jonah keeps hitting him as they fade from view. Oh my That's gosh! Like <laughs> Halloween, like Mike Myers. <laughs> Creepy. I want Ooh. all the turns. Oh goodness. Yeah, this this game is not just for Halloween time either. Like you could play it all year long. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's great. Um, that sounded what? so insane. It did. It did. Didn't yeah, it? it's great. That was more of a distracted than it's great. not. But um, we have a lovely dessert here. Our treat is for old ladies. Um, no, we have not. we have caramel candies. <laughs> caramel. I think some, we should do Werther's. So we can some Werther's. You can do that. That's fine. <laughs> so for our treat, um, I have provided these guys with a favorite, which is the Werther's original caramel hard. Uh, yeah, caramel hard candies. Thanks, Grandma. Thanks, Grandma. These guys like to make fun of me because you I like Grandma candies. Like Grandma. Candies. Like raisins. And they're black like I don't like raisins. And I don't like chocolate covered raisins. But I do like Boston baked beans. I do like... Those are those little red candies. They're like... Ew. Do you like good and plenties too? Sometimes I can't eat them in bulk like other people seem to be able to do. Do you like uh, hot tamales? No. Mike and Ike's? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. 
Anyways. Anyway. Yeah. We chose where there's. We're, uh, we're kind of like. Where there's. Really dialing down on our budget, candy. I guess, for candy and treats and cookies. And Lindsay but, happened to already have them, which I kind of I kind of want one, even though I've been making fun of one. I kind of yeah, want you? one. All right, I'll go get But maybe, maybe I shouldn't. Ah, who's this old woman? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> You legitimately scared Marley. Well, there's like open kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like Marley's got her back to like the hallway. When <laughs> we are talking about like put the lotion on its skin, I can see it. It's just a cute joke about you being an old bitch. Well, especially because Lindsay has like a closet back there. I thought like someone just like popped out and it's like, rah! Wouldn't Stephanie just start screeching like a normal person instead of, rah! Who's this old lady? <laughs> oh, okay. But like, seriously, when we like. Even when we watch scary movies or play scary video games, like, I'm, I'm a lot more jumpy. Mm-hmm. Well, and I hate to say it, but I have, like, the worst Ugh. place for it. Like, when we were up in the loft. Don't say it. No, no. Because then we'll never be able to play or watch a scary thing in your loft ever again. No, I'm just it was it happened with me and you. Remember when we were in the loft and Hamilton jumped off the back of my chair and turned off the light down there? Oh, yeah. And we just looked at each other and we're like, okay. <laughs> That was scary. Oh we all know there's someone living in Lindsay's attic. Yeah. That's why I said I do. don't say it. I do actually. Attic man. Attic man. Like, it's a thing. I've asked him to leave. Like, I one time just vocally said out loud, I'm like, look, I'm not going to turn you in. I just need you to go. Did anything happen? A man crawled out. No. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> Okay, I'm just gonna suck on my caramel hard candy like an old It'll lady. It'll make you feel better. It'll give you comfort. This is some <laughs> asthma for you. Asthma. You guys are great podcasters. Especially where we're sucking on hard candies you know, now. You fun of my old lady candy, but who's eating it? Yeah. That's what I <laughs> Anyways. Well, you take candy from grandmas, don't you? Eat candy from grandmas? <laughs> like I like raw grandmas? <laughs> no, I don't do that. Sorry. Okay. Hey, let's do our rating in okay. caramel hard candies. And these are the Where ideal caramels. Like these are the brand name caramels. Well, and they're not even the ones that are like filled with chocolate or whatever. Like they're just full on caramel, which I actually I actually do like. I Someone sounds bitter. So my parents have like the caramels with the chocolate in it. I hate it. And I'm like, just get normal caramel. So maybe I really am an old lady. Maybe you're sorry, just Lindsay, for making cool. fun of you so much. Thank you. I appreciate your apology. But it is, but it is funny because I'll just like walk into Lindsay's place and she'll have like a bowl of like some random candy and I'm just Yeah, the cherry is, sour. Yeah, I'm like this is what one. like my grandma would have yeah. at her house. <laughs> Yeah, I get that a lot. I do like cherry sours, though. (laughs) I'm going to give this game five caramels. I am always up to play this game. I think it's fun. Um, Sometimes I need a break from playing video games. Shh. It's okay. Sometimes you got to step away from the video game, step away from the screen, and do something else. And that's okay. And I would play this game almost at any time. Oh, that's nice. Like, maybe not if I was, like, Browning and giving birth. 
No, I definitely would then. <laughs> Pretty much any other time. Next time you have a child and you're in labor, we'll bring this game and just I like hold out the board and so you can like <laughs> place just... your room tiles and roll the dice. I can put it on my belly. Yeah, That's that... the table. Yeah. That will go well, I'm sure. No, I said I wouldn't play this when I was giving birth. Oh. Oh. Um, we won't five, come to the hospital. Five stars, though. Five star equivalents. Um, five candles. candles. That's impressive. I'm going to give it a 4.75. Whoa. Um, I took off the point twenty five because the confusion that happens sometimes. Um, like, I feel like they could have ironed out some of the, like, they could have beta tested it just a little bit more and ironed out some of the issues that we've discussed where it's like, Okay, like we, we're just gonna make a house rule that this is the thing, or we're gonna divulge information that the game doesn't explicitly tell you to because it just is gonna make our understanding of it easier. Um, so yeah, but other than that, it's a perfect game. I love having this game. This is like one of the few board games I actually own, and I'm happy about that because like it's it's so fun. It's so fun to play, and like I said, it's so fun to introduce people to. Okay, I I also want to give it a five hard candies, like a solid five, because it, it really is fun. And it's, it is also, it, it's one of those fun group games that, you know, can get a little competitive at times. And it's just, you know, you're in it together kind of thing. And I mean, there have been several times, especially when Lindsay first got this game. But don't, don't you have a, do you guys have a copy or just, just Lindsay? Anyways, um, where when Lindsay first got this game... We would sit around and play it like two or three different rounds in one night because we were just like having so much fun. And again, it's a different game every time you play it. And also like the length too, like depending on what haunt you have and maybe how easy it is or for the traitor or the heroes, you know, because it, it all just depends on as well as their own personal, the, the character skills. Um, You know, it could take a half hour, it could take two hours, like it does, you just don't know, but it's it's a lot of fun. It's a good party game. Like Steph said, it's a great way to just kind of step back from the screen and just like, you know what, let's just take a break and like play a board game. And um, again, to clarify, that's B-O-A-R-D? <laughs> yes. Yes. There are a lot of awesome board games out there. A lot of like like the higher complex like strategy games. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll we'll do some future ones or maybe even for some of our side missions because we, we've played a lot of really fun games. Like, what's Candy that, Land. Like that, what's that submarine one again? Oh, Captain, Captain Sonar. Sonar. I love that game. That oh, fun. my gosh. Anyways, okay, yeah, I give it five out of five. Nice. Caramel hard candies. Oh, I feel like the stickler. I mean, yeah. Hey, you know, you gave a fair review. You're the crotchety old lady. But I... Crotchety I, old lady. I, mean, I always wanted to be a shotgun grandma, though. Just, you know, old lady on her porch. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, we need to, maybe, maybe soon we need to find the, um, I want to say DLC. DLC. <laughs> Expansion. It's Widow's, uh, Widow's Walk. Yes. There's and, a great Bob's Burgers episode about a Widow's Walk. Huh. Cool. Um, <laughs> so uh, they add a floor to this. Cause in this, in this game, you have the ground floor, the basement, and then like the upstairs. And this one adds another level, the roof. 
and like even more haunts and stuff. So it's just again, you you could play this game for hours and hours. Next time and you hours. play it, I'll borrow it because I think my sister has it. Expansions <gasps> on expansions on expansions. Yeah, so much for fun. Sure. Hey, well, a good one. Until then, grab some friends, eat some caramel hard candies, and play some board games. <laughs> <laughs> this is so different. <laughs> good night. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.